0: The Brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customers see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the pod station.
1: Welcome everyone to episode 46 of the Goldfish Marketing Podcast. My name is Mark Pollard, uh, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing, and joining me this week is my fellow co-host, Chris Roxborough of My Marketing Guy. How are we doing, Chris? Doing
2: well, thank you very much, Mark. Here was me thinking it was episode 47, but uh, obviously I can't count. Well, one of us can't anyway. Looking forward to today.
1: Indeed. Uh, and any particular reason?
2: Um, no, I think you might be. I don't want to steal your thunder mark because I always get told off if I do.
1: Yes, Chris is terrible for spoilers. Uh, so uh, we are just about to introduce our brand new co-host. Now, don't worry. Nothing's happened to Elaine. She is still with us. She's still fine. Everything is good. Uh, but Elaine has got lots on her plate at the minute. So she's just launched a new hub and she's got a podcast of her own. Is it Pay it Forward? Um, so uh, she's got a little bit on her plate, so she's just had to step down front from doing this show just so she can fit all the things in so rather than so Chris and I were left very much pondering whether or not we should talk to each other and record Going it, and um, unanimously well, a yes, unanimously decided that no one would ever want to listen to that, um, and the fact that okay. we're still here talking anyway sort of belies that fact so we thought we'd bring in a third person a sensible person uh, a wise person to make our trio a trio once again so introducing our brand new co-host very excited not least because she has a super sexy voice due to the cold that she has at the minute and i know from personal experience that i always sound sexier when i have a cold um <laughs> It is the fabulous Ishtar. Ali, how we doing, Ishtar?
3: I'm, really, I'm blushing and I don't know whether or not that's a fever from the cold or whether or not that's as a result of your kind words, Mark Pollard. So thank you.
1: Now, it could be an interesting ride because you are high on cold medication.
3: Um, I have taken many drugs,
2: that is true. Yeah.
1: Legal for the benefit of the recording. Uh, we don't want anyone knocking down Ishtar's front door anytime <laughs> soon, just to first check.
2: Time it, first time it's been admitted on a, on a podcast <laughs> of this nature. We... Been so on, Chris. <laughs>
1: So, Ishtar, on the basis that nobody knows anything about you, do you want to tell us just a little bit about your background, your business, and and hopefully um, what you're going to bring to the table to uh, keep Chris and I in check? Uh,
3: cool, yeah, sure. So I have been in human resources, the past uh, 15 years, left my corporate job um, in 2019 um, to set up uh, my own business back in Manchester and um, I set up Ancora Renovate which is a building contracting business focusing on small residential uh, renovations and I started the business in January 2020 and obviously coronavirus hit in March 2020. So that just kind of put some uh, spanners in the works. So pivoted my business about 20 million times last year and ended up launching Ancora Interiors um, in April 2021. So like a month ago, um, which is now focusing on um, e-design. So it basically means if another pandemic comes, um, I am basically future-proof and have business continuity in my Um, What am I going to bring to the table? Uh, Just to keep you boys on your toes a little bit, I guess, and add a bit of spunk where I can. I'm I'm a Mancunian, so I'm a bit sarcastic and I've generally got a good sense of humour and it's interesting to give a, a little business perspective as well, so hopefully I can add some value.
1: We've gone for a real triad of the north, haven't we? On this show, we've got you it's from an
2: interesting, interesting geographical mix. This isn't it. It
1: is. We've got we've got yeah. Liverpool. We've got Liverpool represented by Mister Roxborough. We've obviously got <laughs> uh
2: <laughs>
1: represented by Ishtar and Yorkshire, where obviously God started um, in the form of me. So <laughs> we're, we're basically ruling the north here, aren't we?
3: yes
1: obviously Literally. obviously some regions more than others but let's move swiftly on so uh, if you haven't listened to this show before uh, then guess what there's another 45 or if chris is counting 46 episodes with which you can go back and check them out uh they're on all of the major podcast platforms if you just go on to whichever one it is type go fish marketing tips it should pop up in your search feed feeling which go to thepodstation.co.uk forward slash go fish and you'll actually find all of the links there you can catch us on social media so we're on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin there you go (laughs) what's that where do i recognize that song from oh that's your advert
2: It's a gofish uh, It's Gofish <laughs> episode
0: 45. <laughs> I know.
1: He says it's episode 45, but what Chris has just done is played his advert in the middle of the show, which is an outrageous attempt to promote his services.
2: Not at all. Not at all. It's episode forty-five, which means this is episode forty-seven because forty-six hasn't been published yet, has it?
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, no. Well, this is forty-six. So,
2: you'll have to edit this out. Oh, I, I'm doing the editing, aren't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, this is. Does your imagery capture your brand?
1: Yeah. No, that's the last is episode. That the last one. Yeah.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I stand corrected.
1: <laughs> As usual. Oh. So. Where y- were we? You can find us on social media. Uh, if you want to drop us, uh, you can find... Yeah, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Again, if you just type goldfish marketing into the search field, it should pop up. Give us a follow. If you want to send us a message, uh, whether it be a question, uh, whether it be a topic, uh, a topic, a topic suggestion uh, that you might want us to cover, uh, if any of those things. If you just want to teach me how to say topic properly, then please feel free to include that into the options as well. Right. Oh, I suppose I should mention, you can actually email us at gofish at UK. We haven't had any emails, so it'd be quite nice to get one for a, for a starter. I probably would leave either Ishtar or Chris to read it, but, you know, <laughs> delegation and all that. So, right, let's get stuck into the, the nitty-gritty. The idea of this show is we pick a topic and we try and deep delve into it and discuss what it is, what it's about, what are the pros, what are the cons, and then hopefully you can take snippets out of whatever the topic is we've discussed and apply it for your business. Uh, This week we are doing what topic, Ishtar?
3: We're talking about online reviews. Right. And how important they are for small businesses and all of the challenges around it
1: okay so now you you've done some research because you're obviously the goody two shoes in the room this is your first show and you wanted to do all the and i'm doing air quotes here people preparation because that's what we're all about on the show Uh, i've jotted down a couple of notes as well i've put news topic and tooltip as my notes uh chris what, what what do your notes say
2: Oh, too, too many to read out, Mark.
1: Okay, so it's safe to say that Ishtar is the only prepared person in the room, and God bless her for being such. Uh, so Ishtar, let, I'll let you take the lead on this, and then we'll get stuck in.
3: So I did a little bit of research on the importance of reviews for businesses, particularly because it's something that we've had a discussion about before, and like which review site you need to kind of look into to have to promote your business? How important is it? How many people actually you know, look, you know, look at reviews before they decide to work with you? And Trustpilot, which is obviously one of the major um, review sites in the UK said that 89% of consumers check online reviews before they decide to move forward with a purchase decision, whether that be a service or a product. And that when somebody has, an, um, and five reviews or more, it basically improves your ability to um shift a customer by 270 percent towards your product. Wow, which is crazy, tremendous! Because, like, those are big
2: figures, aren't they?
3: Massive. And um they also one more interesting thing just before we kick off the discussion, most people want to look at reviews that are no older than two weeks. Oh. So now that can pose some problems though, because obviously if you don't have a business that is generating new reviews every two you know, every day or every other day, like my reviews on my on my renovation site are probably once a month. So I don't know how how true that would be, but that was an interesting topic. That two weeks is, is the last two weeks is what they're looking for in terms of um, you know when these reviews were were put onto your site.
1: Okay, uh, starting with the basics, then Chris. I suppose we should explain what we mean by reviews here.
2: Review of review of your business by uh, by a client or customer who's experienced them. Um, and these can come in a range of different ways, can't they? <clears throat> Ishtar mentioned trust pilot before, um, but there are all sorts of avenues for which you can, on which you can leave a review of a restaurant you've been in, hotel you've stayed at, marketing company you've worked for, um, interior designer that uh, that might have uh, worked for you. Um, the, the list the list is endless, uh, with the likes of Google, all the social media, Trustpilot, you've got one called... You've got another one, haven't you, Mark? Don't be, spo- uh,
1: don't be spoiling me tool tip, Mr. Oxborough. Oh,
2: no, all right. Uh, no, 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 no. I
1: was going to okay. slide that in seamlessly. No, you're all right, and don't be editing this out either with your cheeky little editing skills. No, that I, stays I think, in. Another spoiler I I alert, people.
2: No, no. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll email... We'll, we'll email... We'll edit that
1: out. <laughs> Ishta, you mentioned before that people read reviews. Um, mm-hmm. Do you read reviews
3: all the time? I'm an I'm an avid review reader. To be fair, I especially on Amazon, I will read like tons and tons of reviews before I make a purchase decision. And for a, any kind of service, I will always go and read a review. So. Especially when it's a local service and it's mainly Facebook versus like a trust pilot site. Um, I will always read reviews and I always put a lot of weight on that. Probably more than recommendations that come through, like local facebook community groups for services for example like if somebody says oh yeah i recommend this person i won't just take that as face value i'll then go and do my research and due diligence on that business and check out as many reviews as possible on that person or that product before i go ahead and purchase it
1: okay mr oxborough do you start with the good reviews or do you start with the bad reviews
2: I have that there's a there's a hotel. I'm not going to answer that question straight away. I'm going to be a typical politician. I went up to a hotel in um, in the Lake District, just outside the Lake District actually, called the Hoop Hall Hotel. You've got to look at the reviews on uh, TripAdvisor. You've just got to. We found the uh, the the. Um, Landlord owner, call him what you will. He was the rudest man you could wish to come for he made basil faulty look look mr polite um and i this was probably six or seven years ago, and i every every couple of months, I go back to TripAdvisor just to see if he's changed, and all the reviews are the same, well, not all of them, obviously, but um the vast majority are. I have just been so badly treated by that awful man in that. But he's still going, and people are going up there to to be abused. I'm convinced of that now. It, it is... I, in fact, I'm tempted to go back. <laughs> I,
1: I, I always start with the bad reviews. I always find you get a more honest opinion when people are a bit more... You, once you know the worst-case scenario... You can kind yes. of build on from that. So I, we went on holiday a few years ago to Tuscan and we were, again we were looking on TripAdvisor and there was obviously the positive reviews and then the negative ones and the negative ones were always met by quite a, an enthusiastic response from the guy who ran this place and um, And what I actually established from that was that as long as he felt like he got his pound of flesh from you, he would treat you like a king or a queen uh, whilst you stayed there. But if... And he didn't use these exact words, but he essentially called people minge bags for not putting their hand in the pocket. Like, you didn't buy any wine from me, you didn't buy any food from me, you know, that kind of thing. Um, If you're a minge bag, you were going right in the bin and you weren't getting any special treatment whatsoever. And then they'd look over and see people like me who'd done the TripAdvisor research realise that if you splash a bit of cash on the first day, you're sound for the rest of the week. I mean, he would look after... When we left... He had two bottles of homemade wine left on my doorstep of the room just to take away, which is lovely, like genuinely lovely. But that's because I let him properly dig into my wallet in the first night. Uh, So I I always start with the bad reviews because I always find it arms you a bit more, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: How do we deal with the bad reviews? Because I've just given a perfect example there, Ishtar, of probably how you shouldn't because this guy full was full-on attack if you said anything negative about his service. And for people like me, I chuckled heartily at it, but it would put many people off, I guess.
3: Yeah, it would. Um, I think it just depends on the whenever. Whenever I'm looking at like something like TripAdvisor or Trustpilot, I look at the percentage of like bad reviews versus good reviews, and obviously then take it with a pinch of salt. So there will you, you're never going to please 100 percent of everybody anyway. So you've got to expect that there will be someone or two star reviews, and then just kind of look into the detail of what they were, and then just you know make a call on that. But it is it is obviously different when you've got like a bigger business versus a small business. Cause like, I make sure that my customers before I even send them the link to my review site, like, Oh, everything okay. Is there anything else I can do for you? And all this kind of stuff, because I want to make sure that they've had a positive experience. Yeah. Um, before they then go and put, put that review on the site. But like when you are managing a hotel or something, then like obviously you're not going to be able to give everybody that like one-to-one level of service and ensure then the, the review comes back decent. And-
2: and I think people are often more inclined to complain than than praise, aren't they? So I think that 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 factor has to be weighed in. We, I was doing the social media for <laughs> for a law firm uh, a few years ago, and we got a bad review on um, on Google, and you can't you can't take that review off. Um, I think it was either Google or Facebook. I forget which one. But anyway, we could do nothing with it. We couldn't move it. Couldn't. It, it was unjustified, but we couldn't appeal. Um, and the one piece of advice I gave them was, don't answer it.
1: Oh, you um, see, I, dis- I strongly disagree with that because well, I think it, you I should think. answer it.
2: Yeah. They, they. wanted. They wanted an argument. It was quite obvious they wanted an argument. So why give them one? Instead, what we did was we just buried it with uh, with better reviews, um, with, with you know four or five star reviews that we, uh, we, we put a concerted effort into getting more reviews because they don't come easily as I'm sure we'll go into. Um, so we put a, a concerted, there is a case for answering it, Mark, if it's a genuine, if it's a genuine, um, if they've had a genuinely bad experience which has been your fault but this was fictitious and this was just going to going to give give that person the oxygen
1: of publicity um, oh sound the disagreement claxon I, I, no I'm wading in on this well i go, on, go on. well you see I suppose there's two different types of bad reviews as the people who've Legitimately believe they've had a bad experience, and th- it might well be true. In which case, you should respond to that because you want to try and make it amends. So it might be a case of, "Look, really sorry to hear that. Please get in touch with us, and l- let's see what we could do either to make you feel like we can make amends, or else what we could do to improve the service to avoid it happening again." For the the deliberately vindictive reviews i would still reply to them but almost discredit them with reasonableness which are now coming out of my mouth sounds like an oxymoron uh, because i'm inherently an unreasonable human being but you know you're almost inviting them to show how ridiculous they are by you being super nice so that anyone reading that review go oh that guy's a divvy um, he's just there to cause trouble they've they've done all they can to try and make amends and they're not having any of it i'm going to discard that review and you you almost instantly take it out of the equation what yeah. do you think Ishtar? Yeah. are you on my yeah. side
3: 100 percent because actually it is like what the company's response to a bad review is that makes me decide whether or not i'm going to move forward as well because i do think that there needs to be some kind of response to what's being said whether it's just to acknowledge it like you said or to actually combat it there needs to be something to show that they are not just commenting on the good reviews but also tackling the ones that didn't meet expectations i think that's well important
1: and on that basis then mr oxborough i'm going to ask you a question and and i don't mean this in the sense of is it good to get bad reviews but do you think it's a better thing to have some not perfect reviews on there.
2: Yeah, it, it's more realistic, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> if if somebody's got fifty five five star reviews, that's unnatural.
1: That's um, a lot of fivers, isn't it?
2: <laughs> um, you, you you're going to have you're going to have people who think, well, nothing is perfect, so I'm not going to give it five stars. I'll give it I'll give it four. Uh, you know, it was great, but nothing's ever perfect. So I'll give it four stars. There are those balshi people who are, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, for the benefit of the uh, listeners, Mark has just put his hand up.
1: No, that's um, that's not strictly true. I, I do, I do give it if it's it's worth. I, do, I have another friend who's also called Mark, ironically, who will never give people the perfect review because he is of that ilk.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, you do get that. I mean, I, I will. If, if I've had a great experience at a place or got great service from someone, I will give a five-star review. Um, but, um, but, but I know that there are some people who just won't on principle because nothing's ever absolutely perfect.
3: But isn't it different now that you're a business owner, that you are much more aware of the importance and impact for a review you would potentially oh
1: hang on hang on you you skipped out then you said hang on you skip you skipped out there Uh, we heard up to important important as a small business owner so start that bit again yeah
3: right so yeah just the important like as you're now a small business owner do you not realize the importance of giving reviews um a little bit because of the the fact that it has a massive impact on you in receiving them so therefore you're probably more inclined to maybe give a slightly generous review because I feel like I am because I know how much I appreciate it when I get a five star or a four star review because of the, the positive impact on my business
2: I think the reviews have got to be honest um I I had I had somebody who came on a workshop of mine and said uh uh, and said, "Oh, I, I, how can I? How can I give you a review?" So I referred him to LinkedIn, and he put a review up there, which is very nice of him. And he, then he rang me a couple of days later, and he said, "Will you give me a five, Will you give me a, a glowing review? It's not five star, is it? Will you give me a good review on uh, on LinkedIn?" So, well, but I I haven't experienced your services. No, but it'll help if it uh, help my profile. I thought, well, no. Um, I, I, no. am I being miserable here, or 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 is my my belief that that these reviews should be should be honest? Um, and if you've not experienced somebody's services, you can't give them a review.
1: No, I, I think you're absolutely right there, and I think Ishtar's right as well. I am a lot more considerate when I give a review. If it's a negative one, I try and make it a constructive negative. Otherwise, it's it'd be nice if they did this a bit better or they did this really well, but it was let down by this. You know, that kind of balanced yeah, yeah. review.
0: With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn.
1: I, I suppose this would be probably a nice point for me to mention a challenge that we set ourselves before the show. Because this will uh, if you've had to go through the same process as me, uh, this will probably determine or certainly test the theory of how reasonable you were with your reviews and opinions because we decided that we would put ourselves up for <laughs> review using a tooltip that Chris has mentioned previously called photo feeler. Now we'll stick these show we'll st- stick the link in there for the show notes. It's developed since I first used it, because when I first used it, it was to test your profile picture and get feedback on what people's perceptions of it are. It seems to have developed into a... To use it for dating purposes as well, which made me feel inherently uncomfortable because I didn't feel comfortable in, in in commenting on people's dating chances. Uh, so I, didn't,
2: I didn't spot that. Did you not? So I think you I think you went into the wrong category. No,
1: back. no. So in or, in order to get people, what you do is you upload your picture for those who are listening and uh you people will then vote on your picture based on three categories and they'll give it a ranking on those three categories which we'll cover in a second um in order to do it on the free version you need to have gone on and almost earn points by voting on other people's photos and this is where it came in because it was like do you want to vote on people's business pictures or do you want to vote on their dating ones and i was like i'm gonna to stick to business thank you very much um, i don't feel qualified to comment on anyone from a dating perspective so we've all done this haven't we guys we have okay and from the smiles i'm, I'm assuming we've got some interesting views so who should we go to first so that you can go through <laughs>
2: I, I don't mind.
1: Chris, so, Chris, do you want to go through and explain the three categories that they they judged you were judged upon, uh, and then and then we could perhaps go through some of the the feedback you got.
2: Well, I, I think I explained earlier. I didn't even look at the feedback. Um, it, I, all I was interested in was the um, was, was was the results. Um, so, apologies for that. Um, however, the the photographs are judged on uh, competency. Uh, yeah, how, how competent do you look? Uh, Likability. Do you look likable? Are you a friendly <laughs> sort of uh, friendly sort of person? Um, and and influential. How influential do you look in that particular photograph? And I um, should
1: before you go any further, I should say none of us know the results. Of what of we've others, all got no. yeah no this is gonna yeah. come as a surprise,
2: yeah, yeah um, <clears throat> so uh, you, so you you put and it's fair to say that i' I've, I've used photo feeler two or three times, and um, once the very first time was my my LinkedIn profile at the time, which I thought was great, uh, I thought well you look a really nice friendly approachable bloke there. And you, you, you're standing. You're obviously standing in front of a um, in front of a classroom, for want of a better. I was doing I was doing a workshop, and it came out it came out appallingly. And I'd had it up there for years, um, so I changed it. And I thought, right, well, when I change it, I'm going to run run the uh, the options through Photofeeler. so and that's the one that's up at the moment.
1: Right, okay, so don't leave, leave us in suspense any further. So what did you get? Now, it's I think it's ranked out of 10, if I'm understanding it correctly. Uh,
2: well, I hope it is. <laughs>
1: yes, I think we're all hoping it is, because otherwise we're all not done very well. Yeah,
2: if it's out of 100, I'm struggling. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so out of 10, what did you get for competency? Uh,
2: competency 8.1.
1: Wow, so people have really been duped there.
2: Oh thank you.
1: It's <laughs> so eight point one for competency. That's that's pretty impressive, is that? Oh, hi, Chris.
2: Yeah. Not as impressive as my as my influential ranking.
1: Okay, go on. Eight point nine.
2: Wow. Wow. We'll gloss over the likability.
1: <laughs> I noticed you I noticed <laughs> you missed out. You're not skipping over that one, Mr. Roxburgh, so come on.
2: Well, likability
1: 6.6. That's not too bad. I mean, that's around about average going by their scoring system. Mm, so you're yeah. averagely likeable. But clearly it would appear that an older gentleman pitcher uh, suggests more influence and more competency. I, I, well, yeah,
2: looks like it. I, Why did you say more, Mark? <laughs>
1: well we'll come to me in a second let's let's go to ishtar next come on oh
3: my god my photo is horrible in comparison to yours chris i got 5.5 on competence
1: wow i got
3: 6.4 on likable and 5.9 on influential wow
1: how many votes did you get from that
3: 43
1: okay and do you have any notes because some people can leave notes i i had some notes left on mine
3: yeah oh my lord they were yeah they were funny one said uh, i need to wear a different shirt Uh, another one said i need to have a professional photographer take my picture because i'm a founder fair dues um and yeah just that it seemed to be a little bit blurry so i was like oh okay fine
1: now is this the one you
3: fair comment i did actually change my LinkedIn profile as a result of this feedback prematurely i might add and i haven't put the new profile picture on photo because i'm kind of dreading what that feedback will be so i just want to kind of get over this first and then put the new one on
1: Oh, you've got to! You've got to put your new one on. I mean, what we will do for the benefit of the listeners will put the results in a graphic and stick it on our social media. So you'll go check it out and see the photos that we actually put up for review. So, uh, mine, I got 111 views. Which, in order to get that many, I had to go on and judge an awful lot of people and. <laughs>
2: Say. I
1: was I
2: desperately, t- desperately trying to improve his score.
1: I tried to be as fair with people <laughs> as possible. It feels inherently wrong that you would judge people so precisely, based solely on. I mean, some I some idiots who were sitting on a tube train taking a selfie with someone eating a pork pie behind them i mean those people are idiots anyway so they deserve the mark that they got but other people seem to have a perfectly nice photo but to to assume whether they are or aren't good at their job based on this photo seems a bit harsh so anyway (laughs) competency i got 6.8 out of 10 which which according to photo is above average i'd like to just point out um which is why I'm going for the... I'm obviously looking younger in my photo uh, than Chris, so perhaps that's a factor. <laughs> Likeability. Do do? Now, this unfortunately, this damages my credibility on the whole thing entirely, because credibility is 8.8, and if anyone's ever met me, they know I'm not that likeable, so that <laughs> I've obviously duped them there. Um, influence, 7.7, which was quite interesting. That's above average. Uh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, so, some of my notes. Uh, would prefer direct eye contact. Okay. Um, would prefer a neutral background or one related to their line of work. Okay. Photo seems a bit unprofessional to me. <laughs> I had. <laughs> I had four who told me I had a great smile. Ah. That's lovely. Aww. One says okay. photo seems a bit outdated to me. I mean, it was only taken about eighteen months ago, <laughs> um, and to be honest, I wasn't even looking when he took the picture, which is why there's no direct eye contact. But uh, on the basis there are very few photos of me in existence, this is the one we went with. Um, but yeah, lack of eye contact seems to be the main criticism from those who clearly didn't consider me to be competent or influential, but still liked me. Uh, so, yes. Now, we've just we the purpose of doing this was we we were putting ourselves up for review, weren't we? Uh, now, how much credibility on the basis of how yeah. you viewed and voted on other photos would you apply to this sort of a review?
2: Mm. I, I think my. In all seriousness, I think mine's probably higher than I would have expected. Okay, based on the photograph.
1: Do you think that's because the review process is is perhaps a bit simplistic, a bit knee-jerk, or is is knee-jerk? Right? Because I mean, I'm always I'm always talking about first impressions created by sort of uh, the primal aspects of your brain.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I quite quite agree. And I think that the nature of the uh, of this site, anyway, you want to get through them quickly so that you can get your score, don't you? That's the point. Yeah. Um, you know, build up your credits, do your test, and move on. Um, so, yeah, it, it's got it short. It I don't think it's the be all and end all, but it is a bit of fun.
1: Well. Uh, I- Chris says it's a bit of funnish now, but it bringing it back to the topic we're dealing with about reviews, I mean, all reviews essentially have to be taken with a pinch of salt, whether you're reading them as a p- prospective customer or as a business owner reading the review, surely, because Chris is quite right. There will have been some people who will just skip through the I need credits in order to get votes. But by the same token, if you're not giving a proper feedback when you're doing it, what's to say that the feedback you get from the photo that you're actually doing the votes for in the first place isn't going to be a waste yeah. of time anyway.
3: Yeah, because to be fair, I did flick through probably a little bit quicker than I should have. And now I know what I know. If I was going to do it again, I'll probably take a little bit more time to be like, is this person really competent instead of just being like, click 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 and yeah look I mean and I've had this discussion so many times about like how reviews are so personal when you're a small business owner because it feels like people are attacking your baby when you get a bad review or when people say something negative and your back gets up a little bit so this was such an interesting process because I've never directly put myself out there when you're hiding behind your business it's your business right it's not necessarily an attack on you but like this was such an interesting like process and I'm so like like surprised about the fact that it was much lower than I expected. Um, so that was like super eye-opening for me. But yeah, I mean, it's hard not to take things personal, but at the same time I did not exert the amount of effort that I know I should have. And so I have to take this with a slight pinch of salt, knowing that people probably did the same with me as well.
1: I mean, there's two things I would add into this yeah. equation. I mean, the first one is that i i mean i can't i can't say one way when it suits me and another way when it doesn't insofar as i talk about the primal instincts of the brain the the caveman is the saber-toothed tiger going to eat me or not uh, are you friend or are you foe are you going to kill me are you going to be my pal and that part of the brain is scientifically shown to still exist and we do form first impressions in a split second processing a lot of information and this process with the photos is very much that it's you very quickly saying, and unless you, you're clicking deliberately, um, if if it, you're actually even if it only takes you a fraction of a second, and you're still processing, ah, that's a shit photo. Sorry, that's a bad photo. Um, I don't like the look of them. They're not smiling. You know, you might be doing those processing it, but it might only take you a fraction of a second. I mean, going back to you, Ishtar. I actually did photo feeler, oh goodness me, going back to 2011 was when I last did it and it was the first time I'd come across it and I did a photo of me uh, when I was a lawyer and this was a proper photo that had been taken for the website and uh, first and foremost it makes me sad to look at how young and naive I looked in those days, but I think because I looked younger, I got 4.3 out of 10 for competency. I got 5.9 out of 10 for likability. And I got 5 for influence. So I scored horrendously poorly, and yet I'm the same human being. And albeit the photos are, are slightly different, it's almost like going back to what I was saying with you, Chris, and I'm not, I wasn't being overly facetious about it but it does appear that if you're a bit older that there is that assumption you're you're better at your job and that you're more influential which clearly isn't the truth because i've come across plenty of old people who are useless
2: (laughs) i think the the other the other aspect of it is i'm wearing a i'm wearing a suit jacket Um, and i think probably what you wear has, uh, it, it did when I was doing the reviews. If somebody was, if somebody just rocked up and had the photograph taken in a T-shirt or, or you know, a vesti-type thing, then I didn't mark them very highly in terms of influence. It it, it might have been might have been uh, Bill Gates for all I know, but but uh, but, but I didn't mark them highly in, in, in influential terms because
3: they didn't look it. it. Yeah, doesn't it make a difference into, like, on reflection now, I just put my title as founder, but maybe I should have elaborated to say the founder of what type of company, because people might have assumed that I was the founder of, like, a massive, you know, whatever. And actually, I want to create this vibe where it's a lot more, you know, down-to-earth and converse-wearing and your your mate that comes into your house kind of thing with my profile, because I want to be a a peer-friendly and not a peer-corporate. So perhaps that also was, you know, um, something that had an impact on it. I love your picture, by the way, Chris. I've just uh, gone onto your LinkedIn page and had a look. You do look very regal. I do, do you think I'm
2: influential, regal. competent and likeable list
3: uh, Yeah, you do. You look one. I'm loving the pink shirt as well. I think that that definitely Oh, helps. listen, don't get me started
1: on that. It's more of a purpley pink, I have to be honest. But yes, it's my favourite shirt of Mr. Oxborough's. <laughs> I comment on it as often as he wears it. That, that's my pic- old picture, by the way. Oh, how cute you look. How young oh do gosh, I look so there? Hard. Now, this time, I, I put my position as uh, marketing. I didn't put what my job role was. I just put wha- marketing. I thought, wacky woo, that'll do. Because that, it would appear that if you're creative, you get away with a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, your photos. Uh, going by the photos I looked at, you can get away with being a bit more. I think I, I gave someone who was combing his beard with a comb. I think I gave him quite a good score because I thought it was quite funny. Um, whereas if, if you'd have been, I don't know, a lawyer combing his his beard, as opposed to say a, a, a graphic designer, you'd have thought, what a plum. He's not getting me work. Oh, yeah. um, okay. So what we've done is there. We've we've mentioned photo feeler. Uh, as, as a platform where you can get reviews, you've already thrown a couple into the mix. We've mentioned Facebook, we've mentioned Trustpilot, we've, travel, we've mentioned Travel Advisor. I mean, the next question, Ishtar, is wh- which of these platforms should we be using? Because how do you keep track of all these platforms?
3: the million dollar question isn't it and i don't think there's a right and wrong answer i think it absolutely depends on your type of business so for my renovate business um my focus was purely local communities around the manchester area so it made sense for me to have just facebook reviews because people are looking at my facebook page and i'm being recommended on facebook and my leads are coming from facebook but with the interior design business now I'm wondering whether or not it makes more sense to have like a Trustpilot page or a Google page. And I honestly haven't decided which one should be the one um, because I don't actually know what the right answer is. And I obviously know that there does need to be a review page, but which one's going to be the most effective in my business industry? I guess I need to do a little bit more research
2: on.
1: And what about you, Mr. Rox? Because you mentioned LinkedIn before, didn't you? <clears throat> I did.
2: Um, I, I think they're all important in different ways. The the Google, if you have have reviews on Google My Business, then that uh, that's quite powerful. Um, mainly for, uh, no, no, not mainly for anyone. Um, I think I think that is quite powerful if you've got them on Google. Um, I've got a few on on LinkedIn, um, and I I value them. Um, uh, certain number on facebook and yes they're they're good but i think if if people have experience of you if they found you through linkedin or in my case if i'm teaching linkedin or uh, training in linkedin then it, it's nice to get the uh to get a rubber stamp from people who, who you've been working with um but um the, there's no there's no bad place to get a review it's just as uh, the trades will go to TrustPilot, won't they
1: well there's a few you see it it's very much what ishtar said in terms of what you're doing in order yeah. to understand the benefits uh things like trip advisor for the tourist industry it seems to be the go-to place and therefore it makes sense that that's where you go to send to get reviews from your customers if that's your business Google's really good for your natural search engine optimization. So if you're getting lots of reviews on Google, then Google will naturally reward you by adding those extra points in their algorithm to bump your website up when it comes to searches. So it's very useful to do that. And sometimes this is why it's not just pick one and stick with that. There might be a couple that you want to use and you might even want to split um, who you ask to go where for the benefit of making sure all bases are covered? Um, if you do loads of stuff on Facebook, obviously it makes sense to do that there. Yeah. My tool tip, which I'll I'll lob in now, I guess, and we'll put the links in to the show notes, is um, called Trustis. Now, it's much the same as Trustpilot. In fact, they are much the same. The idea of Trustpilot in the same way as Trustis is that it pulls your reviews from multiple sources and puts them into one place. So Trustis pulls them from Google and from Facebook and from their own platform and puts them into one single place so that people can read all your reviews in one place. Um, So if one of my clients goes to Facebook and one goes to Google, I'm still benefiting from having both of those reviews shown in my list, or shown on my website, um, so I get the SEO benefit from it, everyone can find the reviews in the one single place, and so I'm not having to go off crying out loud, they've gone on the bloody Facebook, and I needed them to go on Google instead, so you're kind of killing two birds with one stone, there's a whole host of other benefits of justice that i found from using it personally um so it allows you to display your star rating in the natural searches on google which is usually something you can only get when you pay for it um it's it's a closed system unless you don't want it to be that means that as opposed to, and I'm pretty certain this is the case, but someone will correct me, I'm sure, if I'm wrong, but whereas Trustpilot, anyone can go on and do a review. With Trustis, if you don't want Tom, Dick, and Harry to just lob a review on there, and like Chris was saying before, you've got some lunatic who just wants to cause damage to your brand for the sake of giggles, um, then you can actually close it off so that only people you invite to give you a review can give you a review um, although that being said, when I was speaking to Trustis, they said that people get more benefit from their reviews when they don't have a perfect five score rating. So I, I was actually having a debate, and I'm not, I'm not saying this for any other reason than to prove my point. I was actually having a conversation with a client the other day uh, asking this client to give me a four-star review to bring my rating down from five stars. So you get that credibility factor and they wouldn't do it and i'm going yeah no but albeit it f- probably feels to you like you're not doing me a favor you'd actually be doing me a favor no i, I, I want to give you five stars Yeah, no, but can you not just give me four stars just accept that i just need that that credibility scale moving down a little bit so um yeah definitely go check that out yeah yeah sounds good um
2: sounds
1: good ishtar what do you do with these reviews when you get them?
3: <clears throat> do a little dance. <laughs> <It's
1: really nice. laughs> a jig. And
3: they do mean so much. Yeah, yeah legit. I was, especially when I got my first first ever one, I was like, oh my god, I made it! And then like you know, it just it just gets better and better after that. Um, I do use it on my website to obviously demonstrate that I do have credibility and um I do try and put a lot of effort into making sure that every customer gives me a review when whenever possible so um yeah I, I just want it to be able to reflect the work that we do and and how different we are and it does make it easier that I'm only ever dealing with Facebook reviews at the moment uh because I don't need to think about like because as a trade you can obviously put it on like check a trade or whatever else and I was just like no I don't want to be that kind of business. I just want to have it on Facebook, so it does help. And I always respond to all of my my um my comments as well. But the good thing is, is that I actually have built like long term friendships with all of my customers. So we're always back and forth on on like the chats and stuff. So yeah, it's good. I do a lot with them.
1: Now I'm not a paid member for Trustis, but I will mention one of the reasons why I've included the tooltip is because you can actually code. And it's a very simple code that you can add into your website. So it pulls the reviews directly in because I don't know about either of you two. uh, Prior to my knowledge of this sort of a thing, it was a right pain in the bum when clients were going, oh, I've got another testimonial. Can you add it to the website? And you had to manually add another comment from a customer onto the website. And it became quite a, a manual process. Um, and certainly, if they were getting lots of reviews, it, it almost became a job in itself. Whereas this kind of takes care of that. Chris, what do you do with your reviews?
2: Well, I've got what, I've got some on the website. Um, I very occasionally I will uh, cut and paste into a social media post um, and give the person concerned a link within that post, as you know. Um, so that they can check out that it's a bona fide one um but other than that not a lot mark uh, which is probably a bit of a waste because as your website gets older and older and you don't put the new ones on um then you're not making best uh, best use of them so i think the trustist uh, widget for adding them onto
1: your website sounds a good one. Yeah, it's great. I I use them on the website. I Have them on social media. So I have a graphic I use to to throw them on there every now and again. You need to be using them in your marketing materials. If you've got brochures, have them in there. I mean, it's a it's yeah. it's it's yeah. a, a no brainer that if someone's looking at a brochure trying to decide whether you're the person, get those some of those reviews. Obviously, the benefits of your your brochure if it's a printed version is you can you can cherry pick which one you want to use yeah. um so you can get the really juicy ones on there so yeah definitely I'd, I'd... Is, it,
2: is it sorry is is the having it on your website does that does that help seo as well
1: but with the trustis one particularly so because it's pulling it through a main system that google recognizes and so you get extra brownie points for it going through that system um so yeah it does it very much improves and and i suppose the same goes for trust pilot as well they are i think a competitor and there are very subtle differences between trustis and trust pilot i quite liked the slight nuances of trustis as opposed to trust pilot but it's the same kind of idea in the principle so if you use either or you're kind of getting very similar benefits of it yeah Ishtar you, mentioned, Ishtar, you mentioned finally that uh, you ask every one of your customers, do you have a process or a tip for how you can get people to do them? Because it's easy to, well, I say it's easy to ask, does everyone ask? I'll, I'll, I'll ask Chris in a moment whether he asks, but um, do you ask and how do you get them to actually do it?
3: Yeah, so um I basically have a WhatsApp group for all of our projects with my customer and before we sign once we've signed off a project with a customer I just send them the Facebook link in the WhatsApp group because basically I've learned that you've just got to make it super easy and even putting it in an email sometimes is super difficult for people to kind of get their head around whereas if we've been communicating in a whatsapp group for the past three months or two months or one month whatever they just simply click on that link do a quick review for me and then Bob's your uncle that's fine so that's been the most effective way to do it and I always let them know as I'm signing off the project with them to say you know I would love for you to be able to give me a review help my small business grow la la, help you've had a you know good experience and stuff and you know tell your friends kind of thing and then you know bam, suddenly the link and that's it and it usually works to be fair so it's worked well for me so far
1: and how about you Mr Roxburgh do you ask for reviews
2: Um not usually no um, the ones that I've got have generally been volunteered I've asked for the occasional one and if somebody's come to me and said look I'd, I'd like to leave a review where where's the best place then I've um been like a rat up a drain pipe and uh <laughs> and uh i've actually sent them the sent them the details to to leave the review but um but generally speaking i don't but i should i i do i do tell others to in workshops you know so say how important reviews are and that this is the way to ask for them but um it's a bit like the the cobbler in his shoes, isn't it? I don't do it myself.
1: I, you see, I find it. I've I've only really started focusing on it recently since uh, the website got a bit of TLC. Um, I find it a lot easier to get reviews for the stuff I do now than the legal stuff. Trying to get someone to give you a review after they've been through a hard, bitter legal battle—it's um, <laughs> a bit challenging. I don't think the feeling particularly chirpy about giving anything five stars after they've just had to go into court and do battle with somebody um so um, it's a lot easier to get reviews now than it used to be uh but so i don't know it's tough i send them the stuff and it, like ishtar try and make it as easy as possible but some people say they're gonna do it and you know they actually mean genuinely mean that but they never quite get round to it and it's like at what point do you just Try and give him a little nudge, going, You know, that thing you said you were going to do, would you mind? Because I know if someone asked me that, if someone chased me, I'd be like, Oh, listen, I'm really sorry and I'll jump on and do it now. But I don't know, there's something that stops me from asking that second title.
2: Oh, (laughs) right,
3: Do you? (laughs) Are you shameless? Oh, I just wanted to kindly follow off and like, please, you know, that would be so helpful. Like I'm sending you the link again, like, you know, no shame. I will just do it because at the end of the day, it means like a lot and it's going to add a lot of value to my business. If I've got that, you know, that review that's taking like two minutes for someone to post in there and like they will always do it. I think it's, I would say probably like one or two times you should chase and then after that, just, you know, walk away again then yeah. you're just pestering them aren't you and you're potentially getting a bad review if you've just come on and be like give me a review give me a review
1: yeah but what, what sort of review do you get when you knock on their door <laughs> with the <laughs> laptop open <laughs> ready for them to key it in Try that one. <laughs> <laughs> um i think we've done reviews i think we've done reviews quite thoroughly there um has anyone got anything they feel i've particularly missed
2: no, but I think if somebody has given you good service for uh, whatever reason, whether it's hotels, whether it's uh, uh, leisure, whether it's in business, a builder, whatever, g- give them give them the credit. Just do them a review because it will do them an enormous amount of good, as, as Ishtar has just highlighted.
1: It does feel quite British, doesn't it, that yeah. we, we tend to lodge a, a review only when we're miffed.
3: yeah <laughs> but it is so important to have them so i just feel like if you have the opportunity to like, give a review it means so much to a small business when you do so like i would just encourage anybody to to do that if they have if they have the right service
1: absolutely now if we have missed anything or you have any questions about something that we've we've raised uh, as I said at the outset, you can send us an email to at uk. Uh, drop us a message on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, give us a review. <laughs> give us a review on the show. Uh, you, you're listening to it on a platform. There's a review option. Go on there. And uh, unlike I was saying before and ignore me from before, give us a five-star review. None of that four-star nonsense. I want the full, the full shebang, please. Um, if you want to check out our photographs we are going to throw them up on sh- social media they'll probably be on by the time we release this, this episode so you can view them yourselves and we'd we'd love you to throw your comments in there on uh, whether or not you also believe Chris to be both competent, respectable and influential and all the rest of it uh,
2: competent, likeable uh, no, I'm not as likeable as, uh, as I should be no, no <laughs>
1: Um, What else? I think that's probably about it, really. Isha, have you enjoyed your first show?
3: Yeah, it's been amazing. I've had a lot of fun, and it's a topic that is, like, super interesting and super important for me as well. So, And it's been a nice banter with you both. Thank you for involving me. It's
2: good good to see you. We're not always this friendly. Once you get your feet under the table, (laughs) you know... um, It'll be uh, it'll be
1: equal footing. Yeah, Chris's real likable <laughs> score that he's got from photo feeler kicks in. Yeah. That's what it is. One point uh, two.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, guys, thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show too. Uh, you can catch us in a couple of weeks when we're doing our next topic, which is analytics. We're doing analytics. Now, I think as we should have probably at this point message uh, uh, mentioned that we um, we are going to set ourselves another challenge, aren't we, for the analytics topic. We're going to play some top trumps with some of our uh, analytic data uh, from our own businesses. So we'll, we'll we'll go and figure out which ones we can use, uh, preferably ones that I might win on uh, because I'm very competitive in that way. <laughs> and uh, you'll be able to to listen at the next in the next episode so we'll catch you all next time guys thanks for listening see you later
2: thanks. Thanks,
0: Mark. get social at go underscore fish marketing on instagram facebook and twitter